When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. But the horse is okay, right? This week on the Story Song Podcast. I hear the tale All right, hey everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Each and every episode on the show, we walk you through a story song uh, and kind of break down all the things about it and all the things you never thought about it before and all the things you probably don't really care about, but we're going to do it anyway and you can't stop us. So uh, <laughs> this week, we're talking about Wildfire by Michael Martin Murphy, 3Ms, not, not, not Eminem. Different guy. No. This is yeah. this is MMM. He would be M and M and M. Yep, that's true. M to the third. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. M squared. M cubed. M cubed. M- M- oh, cubed. I, yeah. I met. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not good at math. See? That's M cubed. Okay. That's what they called him. M cubed. So. <laughs> and if they didn't, they should have. Anyway, <laughs> right? I don't know if I mentioned that this stuff's called wildfire. Did I say that? <laughs> uh, this stuff's called wildfire. And uh, Michael, why don't you walk us through what happens? What's the gist in this song? T- t- tell us what's happening. All right. So uh, as the song starts, we meet a woman. Um, not sure who she is, but she's just she. Yep. And she comes down from Yellow Mountain and super evocative in the beginning. She's on a dark, flat land riding her horse with a whirlwind by her side. And it's a cold Nebraska night. Mm -hmm. And her horse that she's riding is named. uh, Pony. Mrs. Brown. Skip. Wildfire. Oh! There we go. Like the Got song. Like the song title. So, what a coincidence. Song wow. about a horse. Yeah. What a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> you remember like a couple lines ago when we learned about the girl and her horse? Yeah. All right, she's dead. Okay. So what happened was Wildfire busted down her his stall and she ran after him. Oof. Looking for her horse, calling Wildfire. Yeah. So sad. Uh, yeah. And, you know, died. Yeah. So that's the end of the song. All right. Well, good job, everybody. We did it. It's over. Now you think it's over. Oh, okay. But it's not. Oh, Oh. man. So then we meet our narrator who told us about the girl and her horse who died. Yeah. He's a farmer of Mm -hmm. some sort, and he's just sort of standing there waiting for the ghost of the woman who lost her horse in the snow Mm -hmm. to come and get him. Wow. And uh, together, they're going to ride Wildfire. Okay. Oh. Wow. All right. They'll be riding Wildfire. So he's just waiting for the sweet release of death. She comes down from Yellow Mountain On a dark, flat land she rides On a pony she named Wildfire When the whirlwind by her side 
So when it starts out, we don't know. We're being told the story. I mean, we know we're being told the story because it's a story yeah. song. Yeah. But the, there's someone who's telling us the story, but we don't know that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it just says, she comes down. Now, this is important. It's in the present tense. Yes. Right? So she comes down from Yellow Mountain. Yep. Okay? As opposed to Green Mountain or Blue Mountain. Right. <laughs> color-coordinated mountains. Yeah. In Nebraska, they're all named after a different color. Um, is that true? No. <laughs> I, it could be. I don't know. I don't. Oh, I'm just. Listen, I know nothing about the geography of Nebraska, so got, I'm just wondering. Well, that's what I was going to ask because it says she comes down from Yellow Mountain on a dark, flat land. Hello, you just said she there was a mountain. mountain. How was it on a dark, flat land? Well, well it's I mean, it'll be dark. It's a road down. Okay, so I, I don't know. Cut. It's a road. Comes, I mean, isn't Nebraska really flat? I don't know. I think. I feel like so. maybe that's Kansas. I'm thinking of. Um, I don't know if there's a lot of mountains in Nebraska, though. I don't know. I have literally no idea about the geography of our own country. Yeah. Um, I don't want to f- sound dumb, but- If anybody's listening in Nebraska and would like to educate us about Yellow Mountain- Please let us know. I feel like Nebraska is like- I feel like Nebraska is also the ones that like when you look on a map, you're, discover- you're, you're surprised to discover how like kind of northeast it is. Like you know what I mean? Oh, like okay. you're the ones yeah. that like you, you you they're sort of like the east coast and the west coast, and then everything else is like right smack in the middle. But of right. course, that's not possible because they would be on top of each other. <laughs> so you're like, oh, it's like right by Illinois. So that's it's, weird. Yeah. It's like an hour outside Chicago. That's yeah. strange. Quick story. Uh, yeah. Here's how bad I am at geography. One of my friends moved to Colorado, and I was like, oh my god, you're moving all the way to the west coast. And he goes, nope, I'm not. <laughs> Colorado is uh, absolutely not on the west coast. Very far I was away. Like, oh. I have no idea where Colorado is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Is that one of the ones that's like a square? I could not be. Yeah, I could not be more of like a like an East Coast elite <laughs> <laughs> jerk right now. Of like, where is it? Is it on the other side? I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in the middle so, where those people live. Anyway, Nebraska could have. I mountains. can't even find my way across town. <laughs> right. Yeah. You take the god, F train I'm to not Colorado. Even go to Staten Island. You think I'm gonna come to Colorado or Nebraska? Please, for crying out loud. Anyway, this okay. is, this all to say, no idea whether no, Nebraska no, has, exactly. has however is flat. Who however, knows? like an East Coast elite, I'm just gonna assume I know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. and say that there's no mountains in Nebraska. So she came down from a mountain somehow and now she's on the flats in Nebraska. She missed the road really far. Looking back at what the you know, uh, as we move forward in the story, we'll get more into it. Yeah. But because it becomes a little bit supernatural, what if it's like she comes down from like the Yellow Mountain is like Valhalla, like a oh. you know, it's like it's like Mount Olympus. She rubs, comes down, or Michael's, like Brigadoon. Yeah, Michael's looking at me very skeptically. <laughs> very I mean, skeptical I don't know what you're this. talking about. So yeah, it, like coming down from like like she's supernatural, so she comes down. She's not quite is, human. She's not quite human. So she's coming down from, from the mountains. Mountain. So it's not a real mountain in Nebraska. It's just like a fictional mountain. It's Brigadoon. It's like Brigadoon. Okay. Yeah, or, it just appears every once every in a while. hundred years yeah, or something. Years. Or how about this? Ghost Mountain. Ghost. It yep. was a mountain that died. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then it, which mountain sometimes? And then do? it shows up as a ghost, and it's just like this gigantic mountain that people are just like, did that always used to be there? Yeah, I don't remember that. Weird. I um, and it's saying boo up a mountain. <laughs> I would like to talk to you about the movie rights for that. <laughs> Coming oh, 2019, man. Ghost Mountain. Now at theaters and drive-ins everywhere. Check your local newspaper for listings. She is riding on wildfire. She's which P.S. Great name for a horse. That's a great name with, for a horse. Now, with a whirlwind by her side, what is what's by? Because the horse is under her, right? Mm-hmm. What's right. by her side? 
I think it's just she's going fast on the so horse. So she's kicking up a, the dust and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe it's a smaller horse. So she's Whirlwind. not supernatural, know, and she's main not, horse is named Wild. She's not whipping up like a tornado with her supernatural powers coming down from her magic ghost mountain. I, I don't. I mean, you don't know for sure. I don't. You know, you're hesitating because you don't know for sure. <laughs> I'm not going to say yes, but I'm not going to say no. Okay. Yes. I'll say that. Yeah. Um. So she's she's riding. Down. Everything makes sense at this point. She's riding through a cold Nebraska night, which yep. I imagine it gets quite cold there. And then, uh, oh my God, they they say she died one night. They do. So they say it. Who's they? We don't know. Yeah. So I'm guessing that some sort of a legend, which which goes back to what you're saying about right. Ghost Mountain, Ghost Horse, Ghost Lady. But I do want to say- <laughs> Ghosty, ghost, ghosty. I do want to say that this first verse, you think she, you, you, they say she died one night and you seem like, oh, while she was riding her horse- Yeah. Through this cold right. Nebraska night, she died, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Because I feel like like riding your horse at night might be a little dangerous. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And when it's cold, I mean, you yeah, know, this is probably like happen. this is like I don't know. I'm gonna guess like old Westy times somewhere in there. Yeah. Right. This is not like pre like let's say 1910. I'm just gonna guess. Well, it's when people when when or like your riding horses. main mode of transportation was horse. Right. Right. And so. But they say she died uh, one winter when there came a killing frost. And then, but she's not riding here. Then the pony she named Wildfire busted down its stall in a blizzard. He was lost. Yep. So it's snowing, snowing, snowing. Mm-hmm. Horse is like, I'm out. I, I don't the like horse this. Horse is saying, this this nice covered stall where I'm yeah. not getting snowed upon. I got to get out of here. What but, a martyr. That wildfire. Yeah. What a martyr. <laughs> <laughs> and he just went crazy. It wasn't like he was missing her or anything. He just decided yeah, just like, like enough of this. Yeah. No, but what? But here's I think the I think the thing is I've listened to the song a bunch. To, to full disclosure, we've been this is one of the songs that we were thinking about doing before we took our five year hiatus. <laughs> so it's been in my mind for a long time. Now looking at the lyrics again, it, they say she died one night, and the pony she named Wildfire busted down its stall. But isn't the reason she's dead because he busted down the stall and she was going to find him? Yeah. Yeah. I okay, mean, it's just... Yeah, that's but just, the chorus but, says but, she ran calling Wildfire. Right, because but when you say, oh, they say she died one night when there came a killing frost and the pony she named Wildfire busted down its stall, that's close it to what Dan like, says. It sounds like she died and the horse was like, I can't take it I'm anymore. I miss out. her so much. I miss her and so much. I'm busting out. out. But, but no, 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 the pony busted out. This, this horse story, killed her. Horse killed her. By running away, the horse killed her. We're going to get to this. Don't want to blame you, Wildfire, but you killed her. I don't want to jump ahead, but guy who's telling the story you're telling it all out of order this is super confusing you should be like she used to have a horse she rode down for the mountain she loved it but then one day the horse broke out and she chased after and she died while she was doing it instead he's like she's currently riding a horse and she's dead and then the horse broke out and she chased after it whoa 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 you're this is all out of order there's this This is is like like an episode of lost (laughs) yeah 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 we this have to like, go back, wildfire. Yeah, yeah. This is like this is like a like a like a test question in high school. Like, put these things in order. Which which should come first? Uh, cut um, these lyrics she out. died, and then she ran after the horse. Exactly. Hold um, on a second. Where is the climax? Um, C plus. Okay, so <laughs> Michael Martin Murphy, see me after class. Okay. Uh, so okay, so there's there's snow incoming. Yep. Snow's snow's happening. It's a blizzard. Horse is like, horse busts out, not for any real reason. Maybe he's just freaked out by how much snow there is. Mm-hmm. It could have been um, a loud noise. Maybe she it was goes, snow. She goes running after the is horse. That a thing? Yeah, thunderstorm. Okay. Wildfire, wildfire, where are you? She loves the horse so much, she can't come back. Here, wildfire. Here, here, here boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she can't. Sauce <laughs> milk for you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm a terrible horse owner. I don't know what horses respond to. <laughs> I have cat food, but I don't know if that's something you eat. <laughs> Starting to get why you ran away. Also, you know what might have Here's been my alter- squeak, 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 Frozen ball of yarn across a plane. You know what? Probably the reason she's not getting anywhere with finding wildfire is she's singing in harmony and like harmonics and just just, you gotta scream. You gotta scream. Shell it it. out. She's she's calling wildfire. That's not gonna. That's not gonna. That's not gonna spread out amongst the Nebraska. It's gonna go over the mountains of Nebraska. Well, you know what I think the problem was. She took the time to write the melody. Right. Right. And then went out there and called him in in tune. Right. She's saying, she's saying, just get out there. Just like wildfire. No, that's not right. Wildfire. Higher. A little bit higher. Wildfire. It's a little pitchy wildfire. Sing over the nose. Okay, let's call it a night. We'll come back to it in the morning. I'm sure he'll be fine out there. By the dark of the moon, I planted it. But there came an early snow. Been a hoot owl howling by my window now For six nights in a row She's coming for me, I know And on wildfire we're both gonna go We'll be riding wildfire The scene shifts where we find Cut out to. we've been we've been being told this story right by someone else who is who we're gonna meet now. So yep. Wizard of Oz Dorothy has just opened. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We're in Technicolor. Present day ish. Ish. Yeah. We assume sure. present, present day for the story. For the this song. is yeah. this So is the Wildfire story happened in the past. Way that is now a way legend. Far away. And this is now mm-hmm. for whenever now is in the song. Okay. Right. So he says by the Dark of the moon I planted. He I don't is know. A farmer. Much right. like the topography of Nebraska as an East Coast elite. I don't know anything about farming. But I don't think you should be farming at night. Just for I, just I from a safety standpoint, that seems not good. Again, I I am a city boy. I do yeah. not know anything about farming. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing it wrong. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I think I think I mean, just to see what you're I like Because I mean there are things you plant, obviously, at certain times of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But there's, like, it doesn't matter if you plant something in the day or in the night, yeah. right? Like, a couple of hours is not going to make a difference <laughs> in terms of, like, when you plant like, you don't want to make sure that it's planted to get, like, that first light of the morning. Like, right. And nobody's right. like, you know, don't plant, if you're planting tomatoes, don't do it in the bright sunshine because they're going to get burned or something. Like, yeah. do it at night. That doesn't, I don't think that's right. I think he was planting the great pumpkin. And I think the great pumpkin, <laughs> as we all know, needs to be planted at night. Because even sure. I think there's even a thing where, you know, if you're doing vegetables, you might go out in the middle of the night to, like, scare off rabbits and stuff because you're eating the vegetables, but you're not planting the vegetables. Well, invest in a scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. But, I mean, who... To do the planting for you, but, I'm saying. I mean, Michael, not everyone's a Rockefeller. Who's got enough money for a scarecrow? <laughs> <laughs> so, I... The other way that we can interpret this is that he was planting all night because it'll get into this uh, a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. I, he could have started yes, yes. first thing in the morning, and he's right. keeping on going because he has yeah. to get. It's like it's like when you're painting a room, uh-huh. and you start early, yep. and you finish the first wall, and you're like, we're we're really moving here. We'll be done in no time." Yeah. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're on the last wall, and it's like 
2.30 in the morning yeah. and you have the one bare bulb lamp and you're just like, how are we not done painting this room? It's six days later and all of a sudden you're divorced. This yeah. is a small room. <laughs> That's so it, we're that, selling this house. So he this just, is a single row to be planted. How am I still doing this? So he's, he's just like, he started early in the morning and now it's still, he's still going. He's not done yet and it's like yeah. the middle of the night. That, that's one of the two options. Either okay. he's really dedicated or really bad at farming. Okay. But there came an early snow. Ooh. Okay. Tough so breaks. he's planning in the middle of the night and it starts snowing. Yep. And he's just like, I'm terrible at farming. Shouldn't <laughs> yep. be doing it at night and probably should have been done before the snow started. Like, I probably should have started this like a month earlier. Started la- <laughs> I mean, I don't know. start late in the season. <laughs> yeah. Because even if it's an early snow, it ain't spring. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's, you're talking September. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's so it's, it starts snowing. So I don't. I'll throw this to you guys because I don't yeah. know the significance of this. There's been a hoot owl howling by my window now for six nights in a row. Well, I do not know the significance well, of that owl. Well, being a farmer and uh, from Nebraska, I can tell yeah. you exactly what it means. Yeah. I'm neither of those things. <laughs> oh. Uh, no. I, I but think you, it's just saying. I think do it's just saying. You specialize in owls, so uh, go. Maybe it's maybe it's saying that he's been he's been up uh, he's been kept up nights with yeah. Maybe that's why he's the, maybe that's why he's farming at night because this owl won't let him sleep. <laughs> so he's just like, know. I might as well I might as well get up and do some work if the stupid thing is going to keep <laughs> screaming at my window. Yeah, and the the I mean I guess we'll maybe get into it in the next couple of lines, but I'm also wondering if this is just him. She pres- she died in the frost. And right. my question is, is he also dying in the frost? And like she's coming to to take him. Oh, could be. Do you know what I'm saying? So all of this is about him falling parallel. into the parallel of the right. cold and giving into the cold, the early snow and things like that. The hoot owl. Well, is just just to go back, like though, a vulture owl. The <laughs> I don't know. the killing frost that he mentions. Right. In the in the the first part of the story with with the woman on the horse right the killing frost is it doesn't kill people okay it kills plants right but she died in a blizzard but she died in a blizzard right Right. exactly exactly exactly. so it it's i guess i don't know just sort of establishes him more as a farmer so maybe it's the killing frost the early snow both together it's it's a parallel to it yeah so i think the hoot owl might just be saying who's gonna die (laughs) Well, I got. Oh, good! It's a Halloween song. <laughs> I have, I have two things. Oh, well, we have the Monster Mash, and that's pretty much, and Thriller, and that's pretty much it. So we need one other one. First of all, The Killing Frost uh-huh. is a sequel to my to my movie Ghost Mountain. <laughs> Copyright twenty eighteen. Story Song Podcast. So let's get that out of the way. Second of all, yeah, I mean, is this first? Is this owl like? Is it like her spirit? That's coming to him, or is it like, like Rachel was saying, like doom is coming. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm here to tell you that you're gonna die. Yeah, it could just be something like spooky. Yeah, yeah. it's a spooky thing. Yeah, just kind of like freaking him out as he slowly freezes to death. <laughs> is it also, or it could just be like owls are out owls at are night scary. and he's like, oh my god, the I owls out so. again. I gotta. Yeah. <laughs> if it's just like a random thing of like, I'm slowly freezing to death. Also, I know this is like unrelated, but there's been an owl that will not <laughs> shut up. P.S. There has been an owl outside my window. <laughs> is there six nights? What is he doing there? How am I supposed to sleep? How am I supposed to farm with an owl outside my window for six nights? Who are these people? <laughs> um, he's just complaining to whoever listened. He's, he's sitting there like plowing his field like, there's an owl outside my window. 
every night, the last six nights. <laughs> this guy, this this owl, I swear. I, 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 this, I'm up to here with this guy. I'm just going to go out there and freeze to death just to solve his boss. <laughs> if I could take it, wait, if I could jump back real quick. Yeah. Okay. The killing frost. Did maybe she have no food? Did it? Did a killing uh, frost kill off all the food and she's all alone here on this farmhouse in Nebraska with a with a horse? Or maybe that's Is why. That... Maybe that's why wildfire wildfire uh, broke down the stalls because she wasn't able to get hay and stuff like that. From yeah, the maybe frost. I don't know. Now like... this is getting even sadder. Yeah, I'm the just saying. Maybe sad. it's like maybe it's like a really slow, sad like yeah. you know they're starving to death. Wildfire <laughs> ran off and she runs out in the snow and she's like, forget it. The horse is gone. We don't have any food. I'm just going to freeze to death. I'm just going to make snow angels and then, till I become one. And then that bad mojo or whatever is now over this guy's house. She and it's happening again. She Does he live? Does maybe he live in her house? Like, is, I, is, you know, is, I don't, the I don't whole, even want to talk about is it the whole, I'm so sad about is this. Is the whole farm cursed, maybe? Yeah, I is think that so. what we're supposed to come away with? Well, I think, I think a little bit. Yeah, I think we're... Not that he necessarily lives in her house. I think it's just to show that as much time has passed, it's still like a hard life. Yes. So the killing right. frost that killed her crops, right? He's going to be dealing with the same thing. So, yeah. Well, I think he. <laughs> I think either way, he sees the owl as significant because because the next line is, "She's coming for me, I know." Right. And on wildfire, we're both gonna go. So he basically he's he's seeing her. As like his coming, she died. He's gonna die in a similar fashion, and he's gonna go off with her spirit, with wildfire, and with wildfire. And he could this freaking owl that will not <laughs> shut up. Can I go with you guys? No, <laughs> owl. You owl. Stay here. You're alive. So it could be that, or, or it could just be. Not that he's expecting death, but like that he's just looking for an escape. But, let me throw let me throw okay. this out because here's what I would assume is this is his wife. She died searching for their horse, mm-hmm. or I mean her horse, but she froze to death, and now he's just like lost his mind. He's out there just farming at night. There's the owl, and he's just waiting for death to come so he can be with her again and he can be with the horse that they love so much, et cetera, et cetera. But that's what I would assume the story would be. But it's not like if I'm like, oh, I'm going to, if I was like dying, right? I wouldn't be like, oh, and I also heard this story about a guy who got hit by a subway train in 1913. He's coming for me. But you know what I mean? Like he doesn't right. have any connection to her. And yet he sees her coming for him. My, it just doesn't make any Maybe sense. Maybe she's just become it's, the Grim Reaper. It's just super weird is my point. It is. Or do yeah. you just hear this story and like in his like slowly going crazy mind from starving to death, uh, he's just like imagining this is like growing in his mind that this that this woman who died one time like they're linked somehow. Maybe I yeah. don't know. <laughs> this whole thing is like there's a there's a lot of legend to put to put here. Yeah. The funny thing about all of this. <laughs> oh please, t- what is the funny thing about this song? <laughs> Here's the funny thing about wildfire. No, I, the, the interesting thing is it's called wildfire. The horse is mentioned mm, a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. This is not a story about wildfire. No. This isn't even a story about. The idea of being on fire. This is the opposite of that. And this horse, halfway through, they're like, but listen to the story about the farmer and his ghost wife. You know? Well, that's one of the things I think is really interesting about the song. Like, it is the the setting that he creates is so cold, so mm-hmm. dark, so desolate. And yet there's, the song is called Wildfire. Right. So, like, right. it's the juxtaposition of the cold and the hot. and like Love the, it. The... Living in the dead? <laughs> Uh, the zombie horse. The the no, I think the, like, the two oppose. You know, when you think of opposites, you think 
like fire, water, yeah. horse, owl, right? Like right. two yeah. completely <laughs> yeah, 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 separate yeah. things. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> either either end of the of the extremes. Yeah. But it's it's also somebody who's like kind of had it with with his current life. He says, yeah. uh, you know, leave sod busting behind. That's farming. Yep. Right. Or breaking the land. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, get these hard times right out of our minds. So like the passionate part of the song is the chorus. Right. So like wildfire passion, like it's his sort of passion for like not what he has right now. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, he's this is can't be a successful farm. <laughs> he's he's planning at night. He's planning a night in the middle of a snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> they lose horses. Again, All they've got is an owl. I don't know much about farming, but this seems bad. Listen, <laughs> you know what's going to keep you from farming? Being dead yeah. in a blizzard. Yeah. And I, I think that's what it's coming down to. I, I think it's a last moments on earth type of situation for Michael Murphy. I forget his name. Three M. The three M. Uh no, I think that I think that it's a it's a last moments on the earth. That's All it. Right. That's yeah. it. Starting to get delusional. Starting to see a ghost lady and a horse. And meanwhile, in a tree, an owl says, I've done it again. <laughs> I've, I've killed another killer owl. <laughs> That's my third movie. That's my third movie. Don't steal it. And the trilogy. <laughs> we have the trilogy. The moral of the story: Look out for owls. Look out for owls. <laughs> They're gonna get you. All right, we're gonna take a quick oh, break, and we come back. We're gonna talk about the story behind this song, which I'd love to hear. Uh, with story behind the story, we'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Friends help friends find the Story Song Podcast. And you can help your friends find the show by leaving us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll read the best reviews on the show. And then you'll be famous. And you won't have to be nice to your friends anymore. All right, we're back. It's time for Story Behind the Story. Uh, So, Michael, why don't you walk us through how did the story come to be? Sure. So, the story behind Wildfire is this song is awesome. 
that's it. That's all you have to know. All right. Well, uh, see you next we're week. Take a break <laughs> when we come right. back. <laughs> now, so a little bit about Michael Martin Murphy. Super interesting career. So born March 14th, 1945 in Dallas and spent much of his childhood on family ranches, riding horses. And he became fascinated by uh, cowboys and cowboy songs. You don't mm-hmm. say. So he began playing music in junior high uh, and eventually played clubs in Dallas uh, by the early 60s, moved to California to uh, attend school and became known there um, in the folk music scene. In 1964, he formed a group called the Trinity River Boys. One of the members of that group, yeah, you might have heard of, mm-hmm. Michael Nesmith. Okay. Oh my gosh! He is a monkey. He is a monkey. <laughs> he is a monkey. Uh, hello, this is Mr. Nesmith. Sayer, the kidnapper's in. No, I'm sorry. The kidnappers are out right now. This is their answering service. Yo, well, look, who's supposed to be kidnapped today? Oh, yes, Mr. Nesmith. The two o'clock kidnapping. I have it right here in the schedule. Oh, I'm sorry. The kidnappers are very behind schedule. You see, this is our busy season, just before the holidays. So, he's the one with the hat. He is, <laughs> he is you know, the one, he one with the hat. He is the one with the hat, and the, uh, yes, and the guitar, and the mom who invented... He's he's the one with the hat and the office supplies. (laughs) After Michael Nesmith joined the Monkees, he asked Michael Martin Murphy to write them a song. And he wrote, uh, What Am I Doing Hanging Round? Oh, I love that one. What am I doing hanging round? I should be on that train and gone. I should be riding on that train to San Antonio. It appeared on their 1967 album, Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, Capricorn and, and Jones. Jones Limited. Yep. The audience at home should know when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Big Monkeys guy. <laughs> Huge Monkeys fan. So I know the, a lot of I know a lot of The Monkeys are awesome. The, I'm still a Monkeys guy. But. Oh, the Monkeys is great. The Monkeys were on um this is not about the Monkeys, but the the Monkeys played on Nick at Night. Is that tr- is that right? They were actually on MTV. Was that so MTV? It, they MTV, would play yeah, yeah. on MTV? Because when MTV was just like, we'll Both take whatever you got. Is this vaguely yeah. music related? Great. Reruns <laughs> of the Monkees, you're Perfect. on the air. <laughs> so yeah, they play a lot of Monkees. Yeah. Monkees are great. Not about the Monkees, but all that being <laughs> no. said. Well, I mean, if you got you know, Mike, I mean, you, you're you you're in a band. Yeah. And you got Mike Desmith in the band. Yeah. That guy's going to go on to be super famous. So that's like Chevy Chase being the original drummer for Steely Dan. I mean, that's just like weird, like kids. I'm sorry, what? Wait, is that true? He was the original drummer for Steely Dan? The original Dan? drummer for Steely Dan was, what was Chevy Chase. Hell? He left <laughs> to go to New York and do comedy. All right. There so he go. just does stuff for a short amount of time and then says, I've outgrown you and then moves I mean, I on. Guess so. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Great. Other than the, the, the series of vacation movies, yeah. uh, which yeah. went on too long. Then that was the like, only thing he did for too long. Everything you don't want to cut this off now? No? No, you're just going to keep going. One season of SNL, <laughs> you leave Steely Dan as the original drummer, but this you're going to hang on to with your dear life. No, you no, we got to do, do one in one. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I think we peaked with the Christmas no. one, but no? All right. All right, Chevy. Anyway. I'm not going to make that mistake three times. <laughs> so the monkey story is only just to say, like, he's doing okay. Yeah. yeah. So he then formed a duo uh, called the Lewis and Clark Expedition. Of course. Mm. It was the 60s. This guy yep. loves Western um, stuff. <laughs> and they actually appeared in a 1968 episode of I Dream of Jeannie. Uh, we're looking that up. I mean, it's the one where Barbara Eden cries hysterically as he sings her a song about a dead horse. <laughs> yep. A real departure for the series. <laughs> yeah. So now a little bit about Wildfire. It was written in 1968 when uh, Michael Martin Murphy was a student at UCLA. He was working uh, with his songwriting partner, Larry Kanzler, on a concept album for Kenny Rogers in the first edition. This, guy, this guy's hitting this all the lights. He's all over the place. Yeah. Oh, man. So he, I guess, like, he had become known as a songwriter, and Kenny Rogers, this is sort of before, this is before Kenny Rogers went solo, Mm -hmm. before his career really took off, I think. Before he owned a chicken place, yeah. What? Before he owned a chicken place? Yeah. (laughs) 
That's what he's most known for. Yeah. <laughs> he... You know what's funny? I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, this has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Well, I mean, it does. But it's always funny to me. Like, So if you see an interview with Kenny Rogers, he'd be like, yeah, I was in the first edition, yeah. which was like a psychedelic rock band. Mm-hmm. And then Kenny Rogers would be like, but then this new kind of music came out called country music. <laughs> yeah. And so I wanted to do that. And it's just like, that seems like country music should have always existed. I mean, right. I know it. What we what was na- the, it was the country rock, call, right? Right. Na- what we now right. call country music, like that, actually kind of got adopted. Like the kind of Much roots later, music, yeah. We call that country music. They didn't call it country music. They just called it music because that's all they right. did. But like, so taking that roots music and like turning it into like country and country rock and that kind of stuff. But it's just weird for him to be like, I left my band to go do country music. Like right. he wasn't even like a country artist. He was just like. I heard country music. I thought it was cool, so I started doing that as opposed to the psychedelic rock I was doing with the first edition. Yeah, this is well, this is the early '70s at this point when like country rock started to happen. That's when it became like the Eagles and like that whole Southern California sound happened. At that point, the first edition had like a couple of minor hits. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, well, they had uh, "What Condition My Condition Is In" is the one you would know. That's them. Yeah, oh yeah, that's That's Kenny, Kenny Rogers. That's Kenny Rogers singing. I'm sorry, I just what? dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition my condition was in. That's the first edition, and that's Kenny Rogers. Oh my god. <laughs> the chicken I am guy. learning so <laughs> much <guy>. stuff today. <laughs> the island in the stream. Holy yeah, yeah. moly. Go okay. on, sorry. The album that Michael Martin Murphy and Larry Kanzler wrote was The Ballad of Calico, which is a country rock concept album about the town of Calico, California, mm-hmm. with songs about the people who lived in the town. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was released in February of 1972. The album reached 118 on the album charts, mm-hmm. bubbling under. Right. Hard, hard to believe okay. something as exciting as the town of Calico. <laughs> Didn't, didn't didn't tear up the charts. It sounds like a it sounds like a play that they do for community <laughs> yeah. theater for like real cheap rights. Anyway, let's see what's happening in the town of Calico. I think it would go a little something like and he's putting on a hat. <laughs> I knew a lot of crazy characters in Calico. One of them was the school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the name of the one single that was released from that album. Oh, nice. Oh, my gosh. So uh, this school teacher single went to 91. The album was a double LP, four sides. Oh, my God. Uh, and had 19 tracks. Ugh. Yep. It is now out of print. Um, we will not be listening to that. <laughs> but I think a couple of the songs from the album ended up on compilation albums and stuff, but mm-hmm. you cannot listen to the entire thing. <laughs> okay. We're all <laughs> Even fine if you with that. To. I'm really, yeah. Normally that would drive me crazy, but I don't, it's fine. <laughs> So while they were working on this album, they said they were working like all day, all night, sometimes up to like 22 hours um, at Larry Kanzler's apartment. (laughs) (laughs) All they heard was this owl outside and they couldn't sleep. They're like, let's just write the album. Yeah. But we've already got 10 songs. Going to write 19. Come on. (laughs) So they were working up to like 22 hours a day on the song. And um, one night when they went to sleep, um, Michael Martin Murphy said he was sleeping in a sleeping bag on the floor and dreamed wildfire. Mm. He said he, uh, that he dreamed the song in its entirety. Um, and the next morning, he asked Larry Kanzler to help him write it. And they finished it in two or three hours. Uh, I will have to stop saying that they write songs <laughs> so quickly. Well, I will say this. I, you know, I'm always a little dubious about like, oh, I had a dream and this song just came to me or whatever. I will say this. 
This song has dream logic. Oh, yeah. Valid. So, like, I'll buy valid. that. Where it's like, when you have a dream where you're like, I was farming at night, and then there was this owl, and it seemed like it meant something. I right, don't, yeah. I don't know what, <laughs> but it seemed like this owl was super important. Anyway, then I froze to death, and a dead lady rode up on a horse, and to me, and then. And, and it was like my grandma's house, but it wasn't my grandma's house. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like you knew where things were, but it was also a mansion, but you've never been to that mansion. You understand? You know what I'm talking about. Nobody had faces. That thing. Also, I was naked and I was in school. <laughs> I had a test, but I didn't know about it. Also, yeah. there was a ghost horse. I mean, that's pretty common. Like you, there's a test. You didn't study for it. And there's a ghost horse. Everyone's had that dream. <laughs> Mountain appears every hundred years. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, I, think, I think I saw that movie once. <laughs> Is that Ghost Mountain? That is Ghost Mountain. You've oh, seen it? I love that. So Gosh. good. Winner of zero Academy Awards. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> he said he believes that the idea of the song came from a Native American legend that his grandfather told him about when he was a, a child. Yeah. No crap. No, no. no way. Oh no! First of all, I believe it. But go ahead. You you go, and I will rebut this. Go ahead. It was like an ancient Native American legend. Did they have stalls that horses are breaking out of? So that's what I'm saying. Here's the thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I think inspired by and then embellished. Right. Fair I don't enough. Think. I don't, Fair I don't enough. Think, Fair I, enough. I, I'm not. I don't. You know. I. But I, I don't think it was verbatim. This reads like a Native American legend. In yeah. in one of my previous jobs, I was doing children's theater based solely around folklore and oral tradition. Wow. And some of the Native American stories were effed up, <laughs> and they I mostly left people dead on the ground yeah yeah it was like people being crushed by rocks um yeah. coyotes talking to people and then forcing them to do things it's crazy okay so this when he's like oh i think it's based on an american folk legend you're like yeah i got that yeah. i got that that makes sense that okay. makes sense right, I'm, I'm with you now 3m i'm with you now <laughs> so mm. we've um i hear you mm. <laughs> We've talked in the past about like one of the common threads through of a lot of these songs that we've done is nobody really believes in them. Yeah. Right. Let me tell you about another one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Bob Johnson is the name of his producer for uh, his Blue Sky Night Thunder album that the song appeared on. He didn't want him to record it. He felt like the song didn't fit in with the sound of the rest of the album. So Michael Martin Murphy felt really strongly about it and convinced him to let him record it and just keep it as an album track yeah so after he recorded the song bob johnson the producer uh-huh. liked it okay. and thought it turned out better than he thought it would and uh said let's play it for the kitchen staff here at the recording studio <laughs> okay i'd I imagine always, every recording studio has a kitchen staff i always bounce this stuff off my cooks yeah <laughs> So they recorded a Caribou Ranch in Colorado, which I think is a famous studio. And the kitchen staff like liked it. And not only did he agree to keep it on the album, he said, "Let's make it the first single." So he, wow. he did a full <laughs> the bus boys couldn't get enough. Real one eighty. <laughs> they were Holy super moly. into it. So uh, when he was asked about the meaning of the song, uh, Michael Martin Murphy uh, said, and I quote: "I can't tell you that I understand what the song means, but I think it's about getting above the hard times." I've had people tell me that they wish they could ride a, that mystical horse and get away from their hard times, whatever they are. All right. So it's a song about escape okay. and whatnot. I still so, think so it's about a dead farmer. Yeah, wildfire, and wildfire is a metaphor Right. For getting for on escaping. and just riding off from your troubles. Yeah. Yes. Not dealing with them, not being you know, an adult and saying, all right, we've got this farm. <laughs> 
I should probably look into like when I should be planting. Uh, I should learn anything about no, I'll farming. Just, I'll just get on a horse and just ride away. It's about <laughs> it's about getting away from that ghost owl. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Wildfire was a huge hit. I think that this was pretty much Michael Martin Murphy's biggest hit. Um, it spent 19 weeks on the Hot 100 in 1975. Mm. It was released nice. February of 1975 and peaked at number three the week of June 21st, 1975. What I found interesting is. 1975 and music was all over the place. So that week on the charts where Michael Martin Murphy peaked at number three, other songs that were on the charts were Feelings by Morris Albert. Oh, nothing more then. (laughs) Ballroom Blitz. Mm Wow. Was number 90. How Sweet It Is, James Taylor. Send in the Clowns (laughs) by Judy Collins. At 17, Janice Ian. I Don't Know Why, The Rolling Stones, Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith, Only Yesterday by The Carpenters, Jive Talkin' by The Bee Gees, Rhinestone Cowboy, One of These Nights by The Eagles, Shining Star, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Philadelphia Freedom by Elton John, Thank God I'm a Country Boy. Oh, and by the way, The Hustle. Okay, so So for anybody who says that the 70s didn't have anything for anybody, music-wise... It had everything for everybody. It was all over the place. It was all over the place. If you're looking for something to listen to, go back in time to June of 1975... (laughs) It's all and there listen for to you. everything. It's yeah. all there for you. So it spent 15 weeks on the adult contemporary chart. It peaked at number one the week of June 14th, 1975. And it surpassed Level Keep Us Together by Captain Tennille and Wonderful Baby by Don McLean. Uh, it was his biggest hit on the Hot 100 and the adult contemporary charts. His other notable hits are What's Forever 4. This was more of a country pop song in 1982, which went to number one on the country charts, number four on the adult contemporary, number 19 on the Hot 100. So the Wildfire single has sold more than two million copies in the U.S. It's sort of still maintained its stature in pop culture. There's an episode of The Simpsons where I think Lisa sings it, I think, to a pony. This next song is also about a girl and her pony. It's called Wildfire. And in 2007, he performed it on The Late Show with David Letterman. Apparently, David Letterman sort of developed a fascination with the song. <laughs> and a weird thing. I, I mean, you've seen <laughs> his show. Like, he yeah, would... Yeah find some random thing and then talk about it episode after episode and eventually Michael Martin Murphy came on and sang it (laughs) and it was amazing yeah so uh, top 10 weird things about this song (laughs) number 10 what's up with that owl (laughs) number 9 does he know this woman number 8 everything else why is he farming at night (laughs) and the number one thing that's weird about this song Ghost Mountain (laughs) that's that's the band breaking in that was Paul Schaefer that was good yeah, thank you, thank you, Michael. That was that was that was awesome. No, I seriously, we learned. No, it. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> you looked at me like I was being sarcastic. I really I wasn't. You looked at me like you were being sarcastic. I really wasn't. I really thank oh, you so man. much. You know, I have sarcasm this face. So... I can't help it. Um, I have resting sarcasm. Face, RSF. I don't, I don't mean. RSF. I don't mean. I meant a very. That was a lot of very fascinating information. Thank you so much. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back. We're gonna talk about the lessons we learned from this song with lessons learned. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, 
you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Remember when Twitter was fun and not hastening the collapse of Western civilization? Twitter can be fun again when you follow us at story underscore song. You'll find out about our upcoming episodes and see lots of great behind the scenes content. Story underscore song. Putting the fun back in Twitter. All right, we're back. It's time to talk about what we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. And I'll start. I'll just say, you know, you want to make sure that you get the really big owl traps yeah to, because you know and it's and it's the um what, what do they call those the the like the the bug the bug zappers, bug zappers. <laughs> owl zappers. you want a giant owl zapper. <laughs> yeah and yeah. you want to you want to hang them strategically around your farm and just you know you'll just be like hanging out one night just like sitting by the fire talking about your friends and you're just here and you know you know you got another one and you know guess what is it sad yes are you going to sleep well that night? Yes, you are. You betcha. Yes, you are going to sleep like Don't a baby. Skip on it. Assuming Don't skip that one on doesn't it. fly into it in the <laughs> middle of the night. Michael, what did you learn? Uh, I learned that if you love something, mm-hmm. set it free. Yeah. Especially if it's winter yep. and you have to run out in a blizzard yeah, yeah. Yeah. to get it back mm-hmm. and freeze to death. Yeah. You betcha. Yeah, so, it's true. Yeah. If you love something and it's stupidly running away. <laughs> In the, in the in a blizzard in the dead of night, set it free. Set it yeah, free. if you love a horse that you haven't fed, <laughs> set it free, and it runs away. Yeah, let it go. Just let it go. If it comes, go back to sleep. If it comes back, if it comes back, send it out again. Yeah, because you don't want that horse. No, you don't comes, want that horse anymore. If it comes anymore. back, destroy the brain. The zombie horse, <laughs> <laughs> and it's coming to get you. You and that. that the horse and that damn owl. <laughs> They're teaming up to drive you insane. And the things that you don't love, the owl's not going to go away. Rachel. What I learned is that if you decide to um, start a farm, at least take an e-course okay. on what you're doing. <laughs> Some just general knowledge. Like a correspondence about, course. Like a correspondence co- yeah. course, something, hire a tutor. You can't just go in it blindly. You go, need to know what's go up. Go to Barnes and Noble's. 20 bucks, farming for dummies. Right, something. <laughs> night farming for dummies. <laughs> night farming for it's, dummies. It's one page. It's just... Don't do it. Close book. <laughs> Chapter one, don't farm at night. Chapter two, don't farm in the winter. Yeah. Those are like literally all the two things you need to know. Chapter three, <laughs> owl maintenance. <laughs> yeah. The index is just like blizzard. See also, don't. <laughs> Chapter <laughs> Chapter four, don't trust any any uh, ghost horses yeah. and ghost ladies. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll be back next episode. We'll break down another great story song. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends and leave a five-star review, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Riding Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. 
For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Story underscore Song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.